This is Hey Change, a podcast brought to you by me, Anne Therese, a model activist and co-founder of Role Models Management, an ethical talent agency on a mission to disrupt the industry and change the way we think about fashion, beauty, and society as a whole. I'm here to bring you inspiring change makers and new ideas on how we can live our lives in more sustainable, healthy, and compassionate ways. So, with that said, are you ready to jump on board the wave of change? All right, welcome back to Hey Change and welcome to the East Village on a Friday, rainy Friday morning, I would say. I'm here with Julia at the Organic Grill, one of my favorite places in the city. And um, I was first very excited about this one episode because we were about to do my first ever real time cooking in the show. But last night, Julia reached out and said, Trees, I'm sorry, but we got this order for catering and we need the kitchen. I'm like, okay, well, when you happen to, plan a podcast with the most with the most incredible kitchen in the city what can you do uh, and I'm happy for her that she's getting more business coming in anyways uh, Julia has still promised to share the recipe that we were about to cook which is what would you say um, it was a vegan barbecue patty yeah yeah so that will be attached for free for you who listen to this episode so make sure to check it out and I I'm here because first it's definitely one of my favorite places in the city like I said and I first stumbled upon this place about two years ago it was in the very early um, stages of my plant-based journey and I I was in the neighborhood by myself and I saw the name organic grill and it was really interesting to me I'm like hmm, I wonder what this place is walk in and realizing it's just a tiny place filled with all these plant food deliciousness and I ordered their famous OG burger which is definitely the best vegan burger out there <laughs> and have been obsessed with this place ever since and um, I think it was last December or something Julia reached out and was like Therese you have to come and try my, my new cheese board we just implemented yeah. through the menu and she continuously just add new stuff to the menu and I'm so amazed by everything she does but the cheese was amazing of course and I try to come here I should come here more often I feel like <laughs> I always say I need to come over and I never do but anyways here I am and um one more thing, Julia was actually one who um, donated a lot of free appetizers to my podcast uh, launch party and um, there was a lot of non-vegans there that night but definitely started a lot of conversations because the food was devoured. <laughs> Unfortunately, I did not have a chance to try any of it, uh, but I will um, just let my... It's okay, you know, it's, it's fine. Uh, I'm happy that all the food went and... Um, here I am. Hi, Julia. Hello. Thank you so much for doing this. I'm excited. Well, thank you. I just, I walked in and she's like, hey, do you want coffee? I'm like, yeah, do you want latte? Definitely. So I'm <laughs> sipping my coconut latte and it's just amazing. And... Oh, are you guys open? We open at noon. What's that? At noon. At noon. Sorry. And that also <laughs> happens when you're in New York. Uh, there might be a lot of background noises because there's like a street right outside and people are cooking in the kitchen, but that's fine. And um, how are you doing? I'm good, I'm good. It's alright that it's raining, but I'm good. How are you? I'm great. I actually kind of like to rain sometimes. In the summer, you need the rain. I know, right? It's like yep. so humid. Yesterday was really nice, though. It was nice. It was dry for mm-hmm. once. I do agree with that. Um, okay, before we kick this off, there's something we need to clear out. If you were a spice, which <laughs> one would you be and why? <laughs> I was thinking about this. Um, I'm going to say turmeric. Mm-hmm. Because... 
It's like an understated flavor, but it makes everything bright and beautiful. It makes everything bright and beautiful. Yeah. And it's just like you. you add it, and it's just like colorful and happy. I know. And I love it. You know what? Last night I was cooking. I was making like a stir fry with like noodles. And I'm like, can I add turmeric to this? I'm like, yeah, I can. Yeah. Like, of course. Why wouldn't I? So, okay. And I love it. You could add it to everything. It doesn't change the flavor, really. It's not mm-hmm. like ginger or something or cumin. And then it just gives everything like a beautiful glow. And everyone keeps saying it's like the best. Yeah. It's like really super for you, Super right? spice. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And turmeric. Inflammatory. Julia has the super spice <laughs> turmeric. I love it. Um, so, you know, I've been, like I said, obsessed with this place ever since I first find out, found out about it two years ago. And you shared your story of how this all started. And it's actually a family business. Yeah. And I think it's just incredible. Do you want to share with the listeners? Yeah. Um, so my stepfather opened it in 2001. And his mom was diagnosed with lymphoma mid-90s. And he moved to the Berkshires to the Cushy Institute where they went fully plant-based. They were fermenting all their own foods. They were doing things with mubashi paste that people still don't really use mubashi paste like as... Never heard of it. (laughs) It's a Japanese plum that really helps you digest your food. Um, It's like a natural added salt to foods. Um, It's a great, great thing to start putting into your food because it has so many benefits. Okay. Um, But she was... um, Put in, she had she went into remission after going fully plant based, and was alive for five more years. And everybody went vegan in the family. And um, when she passed, he opened the restaurant in her memory. And then um, about 10, 11 years ago, I took over. Wait, how old are you? <laughs> I'm twenty eight. <laughs> you took over when you were like seventeen. Uh, I was 18? like I was like eighteen, yeah. When well, I, I was mean, in college. It's. I mean, you wouldn't even... I, I thought even you were, like, maybe 25 because you were so young, but girl, you're like a girl boss himself. <laughs> oh, that's incredible. So, yeah, you are... I think I'm just amazed by the fact that a family member got sick and turned plant-based, and the entire family then realized, wow, this is doing so... You can really turn your life around. You can um, clear a lot of diseases by mm-hmm. your diet. And I actually just watched this incredible YouTube video this morning. 90... No, he's 102. He stopped practicing medicine at 95. Not because he had to, just because he wanted to relax and spend time with his wife. Mm. And he's been plant-based since the 40s and was telling people when he was doing open-heart surgery that they should be eating plant-based. And he's just like this incredible 100-year-old man, still walks, still drives a car, still fully functioning, Mm -hmm. all because he's plant-based. Wow. And he told all of his patients who had, like, heart disease and lung cancer and high cholesterol that if they just do a plant-based diet, that all of these things would go away. So, I mean, I keep bumping into new facts about how incredible it is to be plant-based. And, you know, I'm a living example of it. My health just switched around since the day I started. I was amazed by the energy and, like my skin got better and my digestive system got better. Everything just yeah. turned around and, you know. Hair, I, nails. Everything. Um, but yeah. what, so what do you think is, what do you think is that, because people still don't trust the diet, and you know. Um, why do you think it's the biggest misconception people have? I think the biggest misconception is the fact that there's no protein. Mm. It's, you know, they're going to be iron deficient, weak, mm-hmm. fragile, 
when there's so much protein in plant foods right. that people don't even know about. You don't need to take iron supplements. You don't need to take extra protein. If you, I mean, most plant-based people have like a smoothie for breakfast or like a acai bowl. Do you know how much, and most of those bowls or smoothies contain like maca powder, mm. spirulina, cholera, like all of these foods, bee pollen, that are packed with protein and nutrients. Right. Kale stems, broccoli stems. I mean, you could even use the onion skins in your broth and, and uh, soup bases, and that gives you an added source of protein. There's And there's also um, tofu and seitan and fermented foods, but just from plants alone, you can get enough protein that you don't need um, animal protein to be healthy. Yeah, I even found out that oats contain so much protein and nutrition, and I'm I'm in love with oatmeal lately. Quinoa, quinoa yeah. is the highest source of pro like highest source protein vegetable technically. Mm. And lentils and beans, yeah, everything. and legumes, all of that. Yeah, and you also mentioned the whole broth situation. Um, yeah, because you said that. So we do like a broth, a seasonal broth, and um, I just kind of hate. Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> we have people calling in. So <laughs> I hate the fact of... Let's turn it Okay, Julia's back. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I just want to debunk the whole bone broth thing. I really hate it. Mm -hmm. There's so much evidence and proof and stories and articles and just everything that... People, the reason that people are obsessed with bone broth is they think that the um, collagen from stewing these bones is going to then be ingested into your body, and who doesn't want to have more collagen for great digestion, better skin, better hair, better overall better well-being. But you can't just ingest another creature's collagen and have it make more collagen that way. Okay. The only way that a human body can make more collagen is by eating plants and fruits and a plant-based diet and then your body naturally produces more collagen you can't grow more collagen by eating something someone else's collagen because I mean the animals I assume grow their collagen by eating plants hopefully right? yeah <laughs> well yeah, yeah. <laughs> most well, likely not the most natural way that yes. would be the, ca the case yeah but, um, and I also want to add to because I haven't mentioned it yet Julia it's not just a chef and an owner of a restaurant she's also a health coach yeah. studying nutrition on the subject so she knows what she's talking <laughs> about I just want to say that adding some um, some of that to the to the table so we know um, so what do you what would you say is other like health benefits from, from eating plant-based honestly like I just think that overall in the moment that you start eating plant-based you're it's it's more of a lifestyle change because I think that you're your serotonin levels are much higher you're just like happier overall mm -hmm. you have more energy you have more time to do things you don't I feel like you're more. There's more availability and a m more openness and more things to do. Right. Like you're not like secluded or put into this like little bubble that you can only you know go to like three places to eat because nobody has plant-based food. Mm -hmm. I feel like in the past five years, every single restaurant has at least four dishes that are plant-based. Maybe in New York City, there are yes. restrictions on the countryside or other countries. Yes. I think we're going in the right direction, though. Agreed. And for you who listen, 
please keep asking restaurants for vegan options or plant-based options 100%. because the more people ask for it they're gonna realize there's demand for it yeah so don't just be like oh there's nothing here for me to eat I always even though I can tell on the menu there's nothing for me I'm like oh I'm you know I'm plant-based what can I have and most times they are happy to accommodate something for you yeah and maybe eventually they will add something to the menu that's gonna be completely plant-based so um, and also a lot of people think it's expensive that's what I hear like yeah. oh it's so expensive to be vegan I'm like wait a second I eat beans and lentils which is really cheap compared to like chicken or beef that's actually pretty expensive it should be more expensive you know, I actually sometimes feel that like uh, vegetables are more expensive than chicken and pork and beef in the stores and fish especially if you want to do like wild fish organic chicken right. somehow I feel like vegetables are at times more expensive um, in certain stores mm-hmm. um, oddly it shouldn't be that case because no. there are hundreds and hundreds of places in New York City where you can go and get plant-based produce and literally have $10 meals for the entire week. Right. Um, Trader Joe's is awesome for that. Love Trader Joe's. Union Square Farmer's Market. Mm. Um, there's even like all the little farmer's markets around the city throughout the weekends and stuff. But I honestly think that if it's a lot easier to buy in bulk as plant-based. You can freeze stuff, you can mm-hmm. chop it up, you can prep it, you can do soups, put them in your freezer. There's veggie burgers. Like, I am a huge believer there's, like, no scrap is waste. Right. Love that. Onion skins, carrot skins, potato skins, all of that should be in your broth. Mm-hmm. And I actually learned um, from a Korean chef that in most Korean foods, when they make their soups, they keep the bottoms of the scallions oh. in the broth. Um, to add flavor. It, to add flavor and a lot more nutrients are in the bottom with the roots in comparison to the um, the leafy part at the top. So I always keep the skin on like my carrots and stuff. Mm-hmm. Is that it? Because I, I have yeah. a feeling that's a good thing. I don't it's know huge. why. You have to wash it really well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's so much beta carotene and vitamin K in the skin. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Because like sometimes when I peel a carrot, I'm like, half my carrot is gone. Yeah. You know, I'm losing all this food. I'm, I'm a huge believer in like eating everything. And I think a great thing about eating plant-based, in my opinion, everything goes well together. So you can't really, you know, do wrong with cooking something plant-based. Just put it all together in like a stir-fry. I stir agree. it a little bit and it's going to be good. Yeah, you or know? bake it, right. saute it. No, you can't go wrong with adding garlic to a dish. In a, in I know, right? <laughs> I love yeah. garlic too much. Garlic and like hot sauce. Yes. I'm like, those are my things. Um, awesome. And um, why, why do you think then that it's hard for people to adapt to a plant-based lifestyle? Because I think more and more people are starting to realize it's really good for you. Mm-hmm. But then, I mean, even my boyfriend, he was, he was vegan for about three months. I need to give him that and he's still trying he's like it's so hard I'm like I I remember thinking it was hard in the beginning because it's all about the mindset yeah so what are some advice you could give it's definitely about the mindset you're 100% right about that um, advice that I would give is I don't know I feel like if you cut out meat for maybe a week or two and you reintroduce it mm-hmm. just like listen to your body because nine out of ten times you're gonna have an upset stomach you're, not, you're gonna feel like lethargic, you're gonna be tired, and you're like, oh man, why did I do that? Like, I felt so good when I was eating something different. Right. Um, some advice that I would do with that is start eliminating dairy first. It's so easy to eliminate that. Mm. Uh, Especially today with all the new products. Yeah, and game. people say like, oh, I don't wanna be vegan, I don't wanna give up cheese. But there are so many good vegan cheeses on the market right now. Yes. Um, some of them are a little expensive, mm-hmm. 
Um, but that, but like in general, like if you just want cheese, there are great alternatives. But even that, like milk. There's coconut milk. There's mm-hmm. almond milk. There's soy milk. There's um, hazel, hazelnut milk, macadamia nut milk. Mm-hmm. So many options. Right. That I feel like if people eliminate dairy from their diet for like let's say two weeks to a month, they're not going to crave it anymore. Same thing with meat. Like if you just slowly eliminate things, mm-hmm. you're not going to want it as much. Um, and to add to that, the most I think incredible thing is your taste buds will change. Yeah. I mean, I used to eat bacon, so much bacon. If I smell bacon now, actually, I like. You want to get? Yeah. I'm like, I, it doesn't even smell good to no. me. It's really interesting how what you're craving just completely changes. Yeah. It's true. Uh-huh. It's so true. And there's also like so many new. I mean, if you're living in New York, there's a lot of places where you can go on a budget mm-hmm. to get really great. And even if you're not in New York, most likely your Asian supermarket or your Asian store or like a Korean place or um, Chinese food, they'll have tofu-based veggie options. And in an Asian culture, plant-based is very common. Mm -hmm. They don't call it plant-based, it's just their diet, but there's a lot of options with that cuisine to not have to eat a lot of um, meat-heavy foods. Right, and also I think which was for me the case, start with one meal in a day. Yeah. Like, let's start with breakfast. How can I create a new breakfast habit? Because people, that's another funny thing. People are like, oh, aren't you like sick of eating the same foods? Like, what do you eat every morning? Like, we don't realize that we, all of us have habits. So yeah. even if it's eating an egg sandwich or uh, oatmeal or whatever it is, create a new habit and you will realize soon that you're going to wake up craving that new Yes dish in your morning yeah. right um so maybe just switch one meal in a day and don't be too hard on yourself like don't do it all at once yeah i mean i remember i was freaking out when i first started to go plant-based because i just started care about like oh something about the animals and the environment and all that and i was like so honed in on getting my protein i'm like how am i gonna get the protein so i just started with like one day in a week and from that it took me three months i was completely vegan because you realize wow i can actually do eat a lot of food and i'm feeling much better so you like you said, just try it out and listen to your body. Like, how is my body responding to this? And maybe also, I think, educate yourself a little bit. 100%. You cannot just eat pasta and tomato sauce. You will go deficient. Yes, exactly. Right. But there's things like chia pudding for breakfast or overnight yeah. oats mm-hmm. that have so much protein yes. and so many nutrients, mm-hmm. and just people just don't know about it. But I completely, I, you're, you're very much so right on the fact that you were saying just one meal a day. Mm-hmm. That's why I love, like, the Meatless Monday initiative. And, like, just try one plant-based meal a week. Right. Just the whole day. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner, if you can. I mean, one meal is a lot easier than three. But just, like, one day a week where you do it, you'll notice a complete difference. And you'll be craving different things. Right. And also, remember, again, we are, like, creatures of habits. Like, it's funny. I bring up my boyfriend a lot. But... When we go out to eat, I would obviously order something plant-based. Mm-hmm. And every now and then he's like, well, I, he would, like, let's say we, say we go to an Indian place. He's like, well, the chicken dish is like, well, well I would usually order. Mm-hmm. So he, he might order the chicken. I have something plant-based. And every time he's like, oh, your dish is better. I'm like, <laughs> I know. Why don't you just listen to me next time and get something plant-based too? So I think it's just about, like, realizing when we are in front of that menu, sway away from what you would usually order and just try something new. Because it might blow your mind. And what I found to be the easiest part about, because I've been through a lot of diets in my life, but it was always about me, like, oh, I want to diet or, like, go on this particular uh, lifestyle or whatever I want to call it because of my own health. But then 
when I turned vegan, it was more about than it was about more than just myself. So I was like, well, I can't really cheat on the planet or the animals, and I'm I'm vegan due to other reasons as well. So every time I go in, I'm like, well, can I put my name behind, you know, animal torture or whatever? And like, I don't, I can't. And I know for a fact that if I order that burger, that's what my name is going to be on, you know? Yeah. So it actually limits that struggle you have to have every time you choose something on a menu. Because it's like, you can always cheat on yourself. Like, well, I've been good recently. I can, you know, treat myself mm-hmm. a little bit. But like, I could never... Do you know where I'm coming from? Yes. So it, it just makes it easy. Like, well, there's a veggie burger in the menu. I'll just have the veggie burger. Yeah. So I think sometimes less options is actually easier for you. A hundred percent. Yes. Um, how do you feel? I want to just ask because you are you're vegetarian, right? The restaurant. Yeah. And everything is organic, which yes. is amazing. How how do you feel? Uh, how have you found it running a vegan slash vegetarian restaurant? It's not the easiest. No. No. Um, I love it, um, but. I feel like just like any business, it's very, very difficult, especially a business that's been around since 2001 when vegetarian plant-based foods weren't a thing. Mm -hmm. And it's definitely progressed in the past five years. It's definitely more popular in New York and more on trend Mm -hmm. with a lot of the health and wellness companies that are opening up. Um, But in general, just owning a business in New York City is rough. And... I commend anyone who's in it and does it. Good luck. It's it sucks, but it's awesome. And uh, yeah, I will. Congrats on just being around for so long. Thank you. I see new places opening up, and like the next like six months later is gone again. Yeah, it's really tough. It's business. really tough. It's very tough. So I never like wish anyone ill or want to say anything bad in other business because it's hard. Yeah. So well, so. Do people ever walk in thinking there will be, like, regular burgers? Yeah, all the time. What happens? Do they turn around? Yeah, and they leave. They do? Yeah, they're like, oh, this isn't... I'll, I'll have the beef burger medium well. And my server's like, uh, that's a vegan burger. Mm-hmm. Or... And she's like, but they're really good. You know, they're made with this and this. And then most of the time, like, oh, I didn't know that. And they walk away. Too bad. Yeah. Because they would have stayed. They would have been, like, transformed <laughs> into this new amazing life. And I have a lot of customers that are like, oh, you know what? I didn't know, but let me try it. And they love it. Right. And they've been our customers for 10 years now. See. So it all depends on the person and if they're, like, open to trying things. Mm-hmm. Um, like you said, your boyfriend's not plant-based, but it's trying to be more. Mm-hmm. Or was and go back and forth. And mine's not at all, but we'll gladly have a veggie burger. Right. And love it. And, I mean, you're basically transforming people's lives. You are, you know making the world a better place just by serving your food in the city. So, awesome, girl. Thank you. And um, I want to just quickly, because there are a lot of vegan myths out there, and I hear them all the time. Not so much recently, but more in the past. Uh, first of all, what's the whole thing about tofu? I do, okay, so I love tofu. I think tofu is extremely versatile. It's a great source of protein, and you can do so many things with it. You can do desserts. You can do um, scrambles. You can do like uh, a mock poached egg. Like, tofu is extremely versatile. It's super high in protein for a plant-based diet. Um, and the, the myths are that, oh, it causes cancer. It grows um, estrogen in your body, which causes cancer. It could do, it's, it's packed with GMOs. And I just want to debunk all of that because if you're getting organic, non-GMO so, uh, tofu, it's amazing. 
everybody should be eating it at least once a week. It has a lot of added benefits. It could be fermented, so it's good for your gut. It's there's just so many things that tofu can you could do with tofu, and tofu has so many added benefits to your lifestyle. But the pe- what people don't understand is that there's soy beans are one of the most highly um, genetically modified and overgrown plants in the U.S. because of feed. Mm. It's used to feed cows, pigs, chickens, um, and it's packed with growth hormones to overfeed them and make them fatter, make them larger, and people don't realize, like, oh, I I took soy out of my diet, but they didn't take soy out of their diet because the cow that they just ate is packed with soy, and that's what it was eating all day. So that's my only grudge mm-hmm. with people who are like tofu is so bad for you mm. because it's not it's actually really good for you there's so much stuff that you could do with tofu um and just like any food that you're eating just know where it comes from right i think it's something that's that's an excuse i hear for people like well i don't want to be plant-based because i'll eat a lot of tofu and it's not good for the planet and for myself etc and not realizing you're actually eating tofu by the animals you're eating, like you say. Exactly. So, And what you're eating, what's bad for the planet, is all the meat that you're ingesting because mm-hmm. the amount of methane that right. is given off by these animals mm-hmm. is what's depleting the ozone and a lot of stuff. So, And like by cutting straight to the source, yes. obviously, you're getting... You're cu- you are taking a lot of impact from the planet because, yes. you know, eating the cow is going to need water and you say it's producing methane and... The amount of methane, by the way, produced by one cow in a day, it's insane. insane. I don't know if anyone, if you've seen all of those, like, documentaries out there, but it's, it's like, if they put these bags on top of the back, and, like, in a few hours, it's, like, expand it. Yes. Oh, and then there's crazy. this other video that shows that if you just cut out meat consumption, like, mm-hmm. one one or two days a week, the amount of methane that will be um, out in the world will be cut significantly. Yeah. And also... For you who don't know this, listening right now, methane is actually the main cause of global warming. Yeah. And um, I think cattle... depleting the ozone layer. Right. Cattle in the south, it's, I think it speaks for 50% of global warming, whereas all transportation on this planet, including boats, uh, trains, airplanes, cars, is 13. So 13 uh, towards 50, which is a huge you know, gap. And the good, thing, the good thing about it all is like the methane doesn't stick, stay around. So if we stop producing methane, it actually go down. Whereas um, uh, CO two will stay in the air for a long, long time. Yeah. So we can make a huge difference just by changing the way we're eating. Which yeah. is why I'm so like optimistic about it. Because like, oh wow, I can feel much better, and we can actually help save the planet at the same time. Exactly. Yeah. All right, we are about to wrap up soon because I know we have a full day ahead of you. But I definitely want to give you um, an opportunity to add some value to my word, which is retruthing. And retruthing, I came up with because I was lacking it in the English dictionary. <laughs> and um, it's basically about taking a truth we're living by right now, switch it up so we can live with a new truth and find ourselves in more sustainable, compassionate, and healthy lives. And so if you were to take a truth right now and retruth it, what would it be? Oh. <laughs> okay, so I guess I'm going to retruth a truth by saying that plant-based diet is not only good for you and will make you feel a lot better but it's also amazing for the environment everybody needs to think about that in the long run and just 
I'm not saying like go vegan. Don't even. Don't, I'm. I'm not pushing that mentality. I'm just pushing a mentality of thinking more about the environment and thinking more about your body and eating healthier a few days a week. Mm-hmm. And just seeing how that will change and affect your life and affect overall environment and people in the world just right. by a couple of days a week. Adding some consciousness yeah. to the menu. Talking about menu, what is your favorite on your menu right now? <laughs> so I have this new barbecue burger. Mm. It's kind of like a grilled pineapple teriyaki burger which is perfect for the summer and it's our special this week but um, I've actually come up with a new menu that I'm trying to push for um, offices and for homes because the number one thing that's like a big summer trend is barbecuing and everybody barbecues the same thing Mm -hmm. burgers hot dogs steak lots of meat basically Mm -hmm. and I just want families to know that they could like barbecue veggies they can so good tempeh wings um kebabs um veggie burgers there's so many options so i have a new summer initiative where people can call an order and it's only 16 dollars a person and we there's two options it's either 22 a person and we bring a full-on delivered picnic to whatever park or outdoor space you're at or 16 dollars a person and i deliver a whole like marinated ready to cook barbecue spread ah. water grilled watermelon grilled kebabs grilled burgers tempeh wings all like seasoned marinated and ready to go with like instructions just so that people know that like they could do it and they don't have to do it themselves we'll do it for them and they can have an amazing barbecue outside i mean forget about seamless yeah just call organic grill you have <laughs> a barbecue just ready to go so if they want to order this, I mean, I want to order it right yeah. now. Uh, where, where do they call? What's the number? Just call my cell phone and we'll figure it all out. They can call the restaurant, but my cell phone's easier. I'm, everyone can call me. <laughs> um, and we'll plan the day. I just need 24 hours notice and we can make it all happen. And my cell is 267-231-5149 or email me at info at theorganicgrill.com. And I will add all this to to the episode you can find it easily yeah and um, I'll send you the flyer too so you can show it awesome so again what, how can we find you more how do you have Instagram yeah Instagram at Organic Grill Twitter at The Organic Grill and um, we're actually doing going back to a little like uh, the amount of protein and benefits you can get in a plant based diet I think another thing that people don't talk about is essential oils and mm-hmm. how many added benefits you can get from edible essential oils. So I'm doing a little popsicle therapy class. Oh, I saw that. I saw that on your story. Yeah. By the way, Julia is amazing by with her stories. <laughs> you need to follow her just for that sake. Thank you. Uh, yeah, so we're going to do a popsicle therapy class. We're going to do like a kombucha pop, um, a Mexican fudgesicle pop with kava. So it's like a nice stress reliever after work when you're like enjoying this popsicle. Um, there's going to be more with like lavender oil and peppermint oil and turmeric and I think it's just like a fun little treat for the summer you can do it with your kids your kids don't even have to know that they're eating fun popsicles Mm -hmm. but it's a lot better than like all the crappy dyes in the popsicles um so it's basically popsicles with essential oils in it yeah and added like turmeric and spirulina and powders and things that people would never know it doesn't change it won't change the flavor they'll be Mm. super flavorful and fruity and interesting but they'll have all these added benefits that people aren't really um, eating daily. Mm-hmm. So like I tried to eat all these essential oils with um, capsules 
and you're just burping up these oils all day long and it like it's you can't do it it's hard um but if you hide it and mask it in like teas and foods and popsicles it's a lot easier and a lot tastier and i mean like you said i think with kids yeah perfect because i mean i think i think it's struggling with getting the kids all the nutrition exactly especially with like how crappy school lunches are and how crappy um kids food is like Mm -hmm. a kid's menu is always junk it's never something healthy and I love having kids come in and being like, Mom, I want kale. I'm like, did your kid just ask for kale? <laughs> and I think it's amazing. It's amazing. I've, I've been, you know, watching a lot of kids lately. It's, they are changing. Yeah. You know, they have a whole new mindset to what food is about and, like, the, the planet in, in general. It's, it's really fun to see. Yeah. Because they really eat, like, avocados and carrots and ask for, like, use, like, salads. Yeah, and, salads. and green like, juice. Yeah. I'm just like, this is amazing. Mm-hmm. Thank God you're not asking for pizza and french fries. Right. <laughs> Maybe later at night. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Julia, so much. It's Thank amazing. You. Thanks for adding some value to this whole story. Yeah. That's plant-based food. <laughs> no problem. All right. And I'll share the recipe for the burger. Perfect. Thanks for tuning in again, even though today's episode may have come with some background noise, but you know, that's New York for you. And I hope you learned a thing or two about this whole world of plant-based foods. I know for sure that I did, and I think that's so amazing about this journey, that you're constantly learning new things. So stay tuned for more episodes on the subject that are coming up, and if you're bold enough, see if you can switch a meal or two in your day and see how it feels to save both your health and this planet.